Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome once again to Goonies World. I am Ryan, also known as Mean, and joining me today are Goonie, or Colin, also known as Goonie. Hey, how are you? And Sean, also known as Johnny Pharaoh. I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I wasn't asking. (laughs) (laughs) Rhetorical. And joining us today is a new voice, the voice of Zach, also known as the good Dr. H. Hello. You're not British. I could be. You could be. <laughs> it's true. And it's the first time we've ever that I've ever gamed with Zach. Yeah. And as same here, yeah. Yes. First time I've met Zach. Right, right. Yeah. I I think I've seen you perform like a long time ago. As many people have. Right, right, yes. right. But I don't think uh, we ever... On this, this little this uh, website on the internet that I like to perform on sometimes, you know. It's, uh, it's got, <laughs> yeah. got to make money somehow, you know. I tipped you. <laughs> I think you're one of my only fan subscribers. So. I, used to, I used tokens with mine. Yeah, I know yeah. they're, they're cheaper. Yeah. Uh, so... Zach has an OnlyFans. That's uh, good. <laughs> good to know. <laughs> I have to tune in. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, today uh, we are returning uh, to the world of Jupiter Springs um, with a system I cooked up uh, in my basement called Springs, which is named after the uh, seven attributes, strength, perception, uh, reflexes, intelligence, notoriety, guts, and save. However, this is not the world of Jupiter Springs that anyone ever wanted. This is a world some 30 years after the events of uh, our previous games. It takes place in the year 2020. Mm. Far distant future. Yeah. However, the grunge movement never really had a chance to get off the ground, unfortunately, because... Aliens from Proxima Centauri came to Earth, and uh, unfortunately, they um, they sort of enslaved humanity. Uh, their lust, their their addiction to marshmallow fluff, um, has caused them to basically set up, you know, the entire. I mean, Earth's greatest export at this point is marshmallow fluff to the orbiting uh, aliens from Proxima Centauri, and. Um, the, most of you know uh, the resources go towards producing that. Of course, life goes on in normal ways for some people, but you know there's a shocking number of people uh, you know just employed in these uh, factories, living in these uh, barrack-like dormitories. And um, yeah, so that's kind of uh, where we'll where we'll begin. I suppose. Does anybody have any questions? Well, <clears throat> a comment really. I mean, Proxima Centauri and uh, all that was part of the tree carvings in one of our former yes. Jupiter Springs games. And so I, I can't help but think that the adult plunger would be cursed with thinking maybe there was something he could have done to have prevented all of, all of this. But uh, So what, what year did they invade? 1990X. Okay. Yeah, so... So, and now because of that, it's important to remember that, I mean, that disrupted, of course, normal life on Earth and um, normal behavior of of everybody. So, you know, culture didn't 
go the way it actually went in reality and you know people didn't have maybe as many children you know as they otherwise would have all over the world um and so you know we're we're not looking at sort of a six to seven billion uh, human sort of population It's, it's significantly lower than that um Maybe who wants to have a kid, you know, when you're just going to be enslaved by aliens to make marshmallow fluff, most likely. I mean, that's... And that's why that's I chose not to have... That's why I don't date. I wouldn't bring a child into this world. <laughs> and um, so, Dickie and Plunger, who uh, I believe no, as an adult does not go by the name Plunger anymore. No, no, I go by my initials. M.G. M.G. Merlin Grob. Yeah. M.G. I've also lost my lisp, except for when I'm in... Uh, very stressful situation. Sometimes it comes back out. I see. I'm still a stout fellow, unfortunately. Quite stout, is he? Yes, you know, I just never could shake it, but that's alright. It's mostly muscle. Basically built like R2-D2. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why this image of Plunger just like is a... Sh- like, you know, three foot tall, like, trash can. <laughs> with a jufro. With, with a guy inside him making him go around. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, we've all wanted to have a Warwick. Warwick Davis wasn't, it wasn't the, he, <laughs> was, he was the Ewok. Uh, yeah. Kenny Baker is the guy that Kenny was Baker. inside That's of right, R2 Kenny D2. Baker. At six in the morning, uh, Dickie and Plunger awake, as ever, as every morning, to um, an alarm. That is uh, sort of one of those, like, you know, institutional fire alarms, like the red bell on the wall with the clacker that just, you know, and uh, you, you, you shoot awake um, and, uh, you know, hop out of bed and with, I mean, you're in this, this, like, it's almost like the, the, the barracks in full metal jacket right it's just like bunk beds like rows and rows of bunk beds i assume perhaps you know you guys have share a bunk bed or something um yes we do. just one <laughs> just, just the bottom, the bottom. Bunk, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, uh no i i think plunger probably got the bottom bunk uh to himself yeah <laughs> Because I, yeah, I like I, to feel ensconced, like there's a little roof above. It's gonna be hard for him to get up to the top one. I don't. I wouldn't feel safe. <laughs> <laughs> well, fortunately, these are these are reasonably well constructed uh, uh, IKEA bunk beds, perhaps. Anyway, um, so you you know you guys get up, and your normal routine um, is to just sort of trudge off to the showers with everyone else, and it's sort of a it was almost like a prison, you know, just a big open. Everybody's just like bathing and you know getting ready for work, and um, you're uh, plunger. You're you're approached by a guy you know. I mean, you know him. You don't. He works kind of in the same factory, and so you know, he rides the train with you to work and stuff. Um, but he just kind of walks up and says, "Hey, man." You, and you don't even know his name. That I probably doesn't know yours. Yes. You got, uh, you got some extra shampoo, man. I, I'm a, I ran out. Extra shampoo? Yeah, just to kind of borrow some. Well, I, I see that you've noticed my luxurious Jufro. And uh, I'm pleased that you've asked me. I take my hair care very seriously. I have a tiny, tiny bit of extra shampoo. Hold your hand out. I'll give you one squirt. There you go. One little squirt. That's all you should need. No, thanks. Now, here's the secret. You spit it. 
What? And then you rub your hands together. A little human saliva, trust me, helps fight uh, dandruff, believe me. Oh, uh, okay. Well, he spits in it and rubs his hands together and walks, sort of wanders off, lathering his uh, his hair and, and presumably hoping it uh, becomes a glorious Jufro. Um that's the end of the game. Yep, fade to black. That's Springs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had fun, everyone. See you tomorrow. Um, uh, so, anyway, you, you get dressed and get your work badge on and everything and uh, head off to the train station because, of course, the Marshmallow Fluff Factory is, uh, is in Sacramento. It's not in... They should probably have built it on the top of the old... Uh, Pudding Factory in Jupiter Springs where you live, but they, they didn't do that. Um, so you're walking through the train station and <clears throat> it's full of people. Um, it's not a large train station, not nearly as large as the one in Sacramento that <clears throat> will shortly be arriving at, but um, there are, you know, TVs and there's like a news guy sitting there talking in like a Chiron going underneath them and, you know, you never really pay any attention to it. Um, Live propaganda, probably. But uh, you get on the train, and it's you know high-speed rail. I mean, the the, the uh, aliens, for all their sort of enslaving humanity and oppression, have um, done a lot with infrastructure. So you know, there's that. Um, and you take uh, like the Romans. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like, right. what have the aliens ever done for us? <laughs> sanitation? Um, <laughs> And you, it's about, I don't know, yeah, half an hour ride uh, into Sacramento. You remember that time we uh, drove to Sacramento with my brother, Derek, and uh, tried to talk to, to Chip? Chip, and, yeah. yes, I remember. A vampire situation still rankles with me, but we never got to the bottom of that. One of these days. Yeah, I'm more concerned with aliens, but yeah, vampires. Well, you know, yes, I, I agree. One problem. I don't know quite what to do about the aliens. I've always been thinking about it. You ever think if we had been, we'd done something different when we saw those tree carvings and took the map to that professor? I mean, we, we knew the truth, but we didn't have enough information to act. We were kids. We were just kids. We were just poor kids. Nothing we could have done. Nothing. Only now can we actually do something as men, as heroes. Well, we are men. You know, we could be... We could be avenging Condor and Laser Man for real. Yeah, I'm dropped to Laser Man. So as you're having this stuff. conversation on the train, <clears throat> um, this little uh, camera in sort of a bubble on the ceiling just comes, I, turns down, comes down and, and begins looking at you, and your notoriety goes up by one. And that's why I've always said, you know, God bless the alien overlord, <laughs> because I couldn't... I don't know what I, I my life is a shambles before their arrival. You know, no direction today. I get the joy of making all this marshmallow fluff every day. Just whole spiral arm of this galaxy getting fluffed up, and I'm a small part of that, and I love that. <laughs> hey, no right, it goes back down. No, it doesn't. <laughs> um, well, you uh, arrive at the uh, much larger train station uh, at Sacramento, which is adjacent to the marshmallow fluff factory. And um, it's a big factory, and this is a bigger train station, so it's, you know, it takes like 15-minute walk through 
fairly crowded corridors to get to your workstation on the assembly line, which is right at where um, the uh, marshmallow fluff is squirted into these tubs. And it, 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 now it, it doesn't get squirted into jars like you know it used to. It's like these large tubs that they then have to send you know it's just for the aliens consumption right right and now you can you know you can dip your finger in occasionally and you know but i I imagine we're so fucking sick of it by the the stuff yeah you 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 you, i would have totally agreed that you probably have no desire uh to took all the fun out of it yes (laughs) they took all the fun out of getting fluffed Fluffed up. up um and uh, after your fairly lengthy walk to your workstation at the uh, Marshmallow Fluff Tubbing Station, <laughs> you are normally um, greeted by your boss, Mr. Haverschaff. But Mr. Haverschaff isn't here. And. Hope he's dead. You're no right now. <laughs> Um, and instead, um, there's this guy standing here, um, and, uh, what is, what is, what does he look like? Um, so, so what is the, uh, what's the standard attire for people that are working within a marshmallow fluff factory? Uh, beige, like, uh, ju- over, over, ju- uh, jumpsuits, like, uh, Dickies, like, like Rocket to Saturn <laughs> coveralls, yeah. okay. but, uh, but beige. Okay. So he's probably got a different color coverall on that probably designates some sort of supervisor or manager type role. That sounds reasonable. Uh, yeah, so and, and maybe he's you know more of a maybe maybe even like a marshmallow fluff color as you work your way up the chain or whatever, right? <laughs> From beige to progressively right. paler. Right, right. Shades of beige. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, just older than dirt. Um, it just, you know, little tiny wisps of, of gray hair just all over the place, almost, you know, Doc Brown style almost. Um, and just wrinkles and squinted eyes, really kind of short and small and frail. Alright, well, <clears throat> that's the person you see before you uh, in the spot where Mr. Habershaft normally would uh, meet you. He's probably... Do- like sleeping, like just sitting maybe at like a chair, kind of like dozing off, kind of deal. I'll clear my throat politely. <clears> oh, <throat> oh, who are you? Who are who am I? Who are you, Dicky? Some people call me Bloody Dicky. <laughs> oh, 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 or Dirty Dicky. <laughs> That's Randy. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, what's your name over there? They call me Stout. They call. Stout. <laughs> like they, they don't call me Stout, <laughs> although I've gone by stranger names in my past. They call me MG. What happened to Mr. Haver? Oh, Mr. Haverschaff. Um, Mr. Haverschaff. He no longer works for this establishment. Got the shaft. Uh, he he did. Um, he got the Haverschaff. He was he was discovered to be a sympathizer. Oh man, not oh. To, uh, oh. And as you know, that's uh, not something you can do around here, presumably. No, I'd never, I'd never think of that. No, that's terrible. Oh, man. 
So um, I, I am now your direct supervisor here at the Marshmallow Fluff Factory. Uh, my name is Ontario Kensington Boomer. And uh, you you can call me Mr. Boomer. Okay, Mr. Boomer. Okay, Mr. Um, if someday, if we ever become better friends, um, then then you can call me uh, uh, maybe okay. My friends call me okay, um, but but Mr. Boomer for now. And, uh, okay, Mr. Boomer. Uh, why why don't we start with why, why don't you just tell me a little bit about what what you do here? <laughs> well. Uh, I, I would, I would. Uh, it's very thrilling and uh, satisfying work. We, uh, we're tubbers. Tub fluffers. Tub fluffers. <laughs> we, we tub. We're in the tubbing uh, side of the operation. Uh, final, final uh, tub check for tubbing. And, uh, I mean, your job's pretty boring. I mean, a, you watch the machine fill the tubs. And, you know, make sure everything goes smoothly. But basically, all you really do is when the machine fucks up, then you have to, like, crawl into it and clean it out and fix the fluff jam. That's when the job gets really good. Yep, can't get enough. I love it. Yeah. In fact, I'd like to come back and work for free tomorrow. No, I, I don't say that. <laughs> do we get paid? <laughs> you do. And, in fact, you have um, little... Wrist, uh, wristband sort of bracelet things that, that you use to sort of uh, as your sort of uh, credit card system mm-hmm. um, you like scan them and, and then you know buy food or whatever and of course you know there are restaurants and stuff still being run by people and, and things like that but I mean it's uh, you know not not nearly the level of capitalism going on uh, you know that uh we experience, uh, you know, today. So, or uh, so there. Once they get finished at work, once all of us get finished at work, we have some autonomy to where we can still go to, like a restaurant or a bar or a right. Or yeah, yeah. But, but, just sort of like for the just like these guys wouldn't really be allowed to leave Jupiter Springs uh, right. without you know. Like prior authorization, and then they, you have to get a pass to go. And, I mean, and I'm assuming your notoriety uh, affects that as well. Like China. your ability to do that, absolutely, absolutely, it does. Yeah. All right, well, um, I, uh, I've got a, a lot of paperwork that I need to do here. So why don't you guys get to your, your tub fluffing, um, and uh, I'll come check on you in a bit. Make sure you're. Fluffing up the code. Okay. <laughs> well, I know the fluff code forward and backward. Yeah, we've been doing this for a while, so we'll get started. Yeah. All right, oh, good, good. All right, well, you guys turn the machine on and then, you know, start squirting the fluff into the tubs. We're going to be able to get away with so much more now this old guy's in charge. I think sometimes those old guys will fool you. They sit there pretending to be asleep. I think this guy's legit. He's super old. <laughs> <laughs> Next tub comes. Fills with fluff. Moves on down the line. This, this really can't be our lives now. Uh, no, not for much longer. I've got all kinds of schemes. Well, you keep saying that, but I don't know this is a safe place to have these kinds of conversations. I always talk quiet. That's why I talk like this all the time. 
so they won't hear us. And because I'm pretty cool. I don't believe you've got... I'm a killer. I've killed like 12 <laughs> aliens so far. How many have you killed? I'm sorry. Are you guys... How's the how's the tub fluffing? Is how many how many uh what are they bear, what would you say they are like are the, the individual squirts of a fluff the fluff uh, yeah. squirts yeah oh that's it's got to be a several gallon squirt oh yeah it's a pretty oh, yeah. hefty squirt yeah it's they're like five gallon tubs I mean these things and they weigh ridiculous amounts I can't even imagine the amount of fuel needed to get them into orbit. <laughs> A rocket full of these fucking things. Well, it's it's a uh, more more precious than gold. Luckily, it's not very splashy. Uh, see, like I said, you know, hard to have a conversation around here. Yeah, those old guys have really large ears. <laughs> hear pretty well, I guess. Well, the ear hair helps stimulate the auditory reception. Yeah, it vibrates. I the sound waves. Of course, he's still standing right here in front of us, I think, <laughs> nice. while we're discussing it, so. Did he wander off, or? Probably. Yeah, okay. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, I told you, that guy's gonna be watching down our backs all the time. These new guys always have to make a mark. Of course, it's been a while since that guy's been new at anything. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um. Anyway, I don't believe you've got plan one. You've got a serious scheme that needs brains and intelligence to help you put it into into order. Because now that you're the now that you're taking over for Chip's role of the action guy, because you realize that's what you're doing psychologically. Yeah. Well, Chip's Chip's not here, man. He's gone. Yes, I know. I'm Bloody Dicky. <laughs> Listen, Bloody Dicky. <laughs> if you've got a bloody plan. Poison. Poison. Now, is this the sole manufacturing plant for the fluff? No, no, no. no. They are all over the place. You think I haven't thought of that? But this is not the sole manufacturing plant. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a start. Maybe if there was something that could infect them, we wouldn't need it to be the whole... Uh, manufacturing place. We could just uh, this would do, you know, if it would infect some and then uh, it would spread that's all it would take. Well, unfortunately I don't know much about the alien physiog- physiog- physiognomy physiognomy <laughs> 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 Well we'll have to find an expert in that that's the next step <laughs> See how the plan is taking shape? <laughs> all right. The next stop is freedom. Um, all right. So, uh, <laughs> did, did you finish that email? I did. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't know if you were. Yep. Okay. Good. Yeah. So I would assume at some point that as a group, there's going to be an ability to go to lunch. Or something ah. of that range, yes, of yes. that area, or even if that, depending on how they lock down the factory, um, if there's an opportunity after work to uh, any amount of time that they could get away from the factory um, and, uh, in a different setting. I see. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, 
probably not... If I, I think I see what you're getting at, and probably wouldn't be safest to do at lunch because there's like everybody kind of eats in a cafeteria that's kind of you know monitored and everything but afterwards yes that would be possible and probably better so um like I, like after work yeah okay yeah so i think we can probably fast forward yeah. um yeah so at some point during the day then probably oh, so so are we meeting our quota gentlemen well yes every squirt accounted for <laughs> every five gallon squirt of fluff <laughs> that's right it's a hell of a squirt you don't want to be underneath it when that squirts down. so one i uh one thing i like to do um in my my vast and many years of experience managing people um, all the way back from the United States Marine Corps, um, back uh, before uh, our, our wonderful new saviors came down to save us oh, yeah. from everything. Uh, <laughs> I, I'd like to take my men out uh, to, to socialize, to learn a little bit more about you gentlemen, to know um, how, how, you know, what, what makes you tick. see. <laughs> uh, and, and, and so there has to be there, there has to be a, a Perkins or something around here uh, that uh, you know that uh, that would be my preference. Uh, you know. I, well, Pale Dales is probably still around. Yes, I, I Pale Dales does serve a nice cherry pie, I believe. Put a smile on your face, ten miles wide. Oh, I tell you, oh, that's yeah, a wide smile. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm sure that'd be uh, I'm sure that'd be great. Yes, we'll just uh, we'll just change into our other beige jumpsuits, and uh, since they're covered, you know, with fluff dust, so uh, and, and uh, we'll meet you by the uh, by the door. Uh, all right. I'll, I'll, uh, do we uh, do we have vehicles? Is this like all train travel or? Is it like so um, most people don't have cars anymore. Um, I mean. Very, very, very few people, and there's not a lot of petroleum industry, so gas is kind of hard to get. Um, I mean, you'd know that big tourist places have a tendency to have these automated cars, which are like a hybrid of alien tech and, and like, Earth tech. Um, but they typically only go, like like up and down the biggest strip or like th through central park or you know what i mean that kind of thing um and and they're also and they're automated although whether they can be hacked but uh for the most part it's mostly trains and then walking okay or bicycling uh if you were so inclined yeah we'll meet you uh, down, uh we'll take the train all right, now, what I tell you? He's on, he's on, he's suspicious. No, he's just old-fashioned, I think. You really think so? Uh, yeah. I think he, uh, likes to do this, these stupid, like, team-building exercises and all that. Well, if that's true, this could work to our advantage. Butter up the old nut. <laughs> nut butterer. <laughs> Nothing I've done some nut buttering in my day, believe me. Did what I had to do. So after uh, tub fluffing, now we have to nut butter. <laughs> it's a dark world, man. We don't get paid extra, but yeah. Now, it wouldn't hurt to have the supervisor be, uh, be you know, be well disposed toward, towards us. So yeah, I say we go listen to whatever this guy has to say. Be his best friend, but listen. No talk about insurrections or 
poisonings or any of that stuff. Oh, I'll try it, but you know, it just slips out. And, you know, they don't call me Bloody Dicky for a reason, for no reason. I still, I've never been comfortable with that, with that name. <laughs> and I admit that Laser Man was terrible. I just didn't want to hurt your feelings back in the day, but uh, but, but Bloody Dicky is just no replacement. Well, you're welcome to call me Dirty Dicky. I, I, it's better than Bloody Dicky for a variety of reasons. I'm not even going to... You, you're still so naive for all your... What would the counselors your... at Owl Camp think? <laughs> Dicky has a... Uh, I forgot to say it, but Dicky has a scar running... Like, it's uh, this crooked scar that runs diagonally down his face. Oh, my. How do you get that? Well... Uh, with makeup. <laughs> oh, yeah. So he's still darkening his leg hairs with mascara, metaphorically speaking. Yes, yes. metaphorically. All right. <laughs> All right, well... Um, yeah, okay, we'll go with it. The day uh, passes without too many further incidents. Uh, well, the work day, I should say. Um, you know, there are a couple fluff jams... Uh, you know, and you gotta gum up the work. Fluff jail! Uh, it's like volume 15 by this point. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, there's a, gotta have a commercial for fluff jams. Yeah, so the, the work day basically, you know, passes with it without any further incident that surprises you, like, uh, you know, the presence of this new boss. Um, and... I, I sounded like you were all going to take the train to Jupiter, back to Jupiter together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chit chat, have a little cherry pie, a pale ale, a cup of coffee. All right, Maybe a few burgers. All right. Well, you uh, you hop, you know, walk walk the fifteen minute walk back through the corridors to the train station. Of course, you know, always full of people as ever. It's probably about a twenty to twenty-five minute walk for. <laughs> oh for yeah, Mr. Boomer here. He's a little, little slow. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Hey, this old fellow moves at my speed. I like this. <laughs> and um, once again, you know, walk through the the much larger Sacramento train station and with its same news guy as before, just talking about whatever. The you know the uh, the greatness of the new alien or the not new at this point but the greatness of the alien overlords and you know expressing his gratitude and whatever fake news and um, you get on the train and uh, it's about a half hour ride back to Jupiter Springs um, there's nothing particularly to do on the train um, you could you could have a chat if you like but as you <laughs> No, it's it's you know you're still fairly closely monitored here, and also in the barracks, but not quite so much. Probably you, you would think at at Pale Dales. Um, so you arrive back in Jupiter Springs and uh, exit the train station and uh, proceed, I assume, to Pale Dales for uh, for some burgers. Yes, and because we had that brisk walk, that means I can have two burgers. Two doubles, so four patties. Uh, okay, that's how you think that works. That's exactly how that works, my friend. I think I know a little bit more about science. And now Pale Dales um, is not exactly as you remember. It used to be just sort of a drive up uh, with like car hops on roller skates, but uh, they actually have sort of a building 
at this point with like actual tables that you can sit at, uh, sort of out of necessity, because nobody really drives anymore. Uh, ex- you know, except a very few wealthy people. Um, <clears throat> you remember that preacher's wife that used to work here back when we were kids? She was a cutie. Don't talk about those times. Those are over. Pre- preacher's preacher's wife. She was. Oh, she was fine. She was fine. Yes, she was sort of a fallen woman, as I understand. But that's right. Oh. Things. The world went to hell not long after that. And she just, but just a youthful fantasy. Yes, my brother used to work here. Used to bring home free food to us. But you're right. Maybe we shouldn't talk about those days. Maybe they really are gone. Because after all, we wouldn't want to be seen as sympathizers when we're so clearly not sympathizers. Right, Dickie? That is very right. Yes. Are we, like, in restaurants sitting? No, still the, still, okay, right, still right, walking right. at the moment. Um, and I'm actually imagining now that you're walking sort of through the front door and uh, a hostess greets you with, uh, Welcome to Pale Dales. Three today? Yes, three. three. I make make this weird sign that he should be giving the check to her. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, she grabs three three little paper printout menus and follow me. And she takes you to a uh, a booth kind of at the back corner of the restaurant. All right. And uh, do you guys know what you're drinking? Root beer. I'll have a triple large uh, root beer float, please. All right, and for you? Uh, can I get a warm milk? <laughs> oh, boy. A warm milk, okay. Uh, well, like a small glass of warm milk, not too much. It's, you know, it's a digestive thing. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, I'll microwave some milk for you. <laughs> um, she walks off to go get your uh, drinks, and you may peruse the menus and... Chat if you like. So what's uh, what what's good here, gentlemen? Uh, well, they're known for all kinds of things: fries, tater tots. Given your apparent digestive troubles, I'd say a, a light salad might be best. Uh, all right, I'm a meat man. Well, that's good because you can feel your arteries hardening as you raise a pale Dale's burger to your lips. I, I have the yes. heart of a, a spry sixty-year-old. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, it's been a long time since I was a spry sixty-year-old, but I still have the heart there. Well, in that case, I recommend the uh, triple bypass burger, and. Uh, and go with that. Uh, don't forget to add the onion rings on it. On the burger now, not on the side. Got to pile those onion rings up right on the burger. And, uh, and then what they really do is they put a little uh, Heinz 57 sauce on there. That's actually their secret sauce. Yeah. You got to learn all the secrets if you're going to live around here. Well, that's, you know, I, I've only been on this coast for a, for a short amount of time. Um, and so I appreciate your, your openness and sharing some of the... The, the secrets and uh, some, of, some of the you know things that someone from not around here might not know about this area of yourselves you know, whatever you know so you come from the east uh, born and raised in South Carolina I see. Uh, and you just worked your way up for the man for just a company man and now you're uh, I was I was a military man so 
doing uh, doing what you're told to get up the chain is what I'm used to. So it only seemed natural that the the marshmallow fluff industry was a, a good parallel for a guy like me. Oh yes, all too easy, all too easy. It's not a bad life, you know. You get taken care of. Oh yeah, steady I'm sure paycheck you get and certain perks for doing what you're told all the time. Bending over, as they say. Well, you're, you're an interesting one. What's your name again? I, I, it seems to have slipped my mind. <laughs> oh, pick your... Whatever you want. It's Bloody Dicky or Dirty Dicky. No, so... Sticky Dicky. Uh, Sicky Dicky. What my I mom said sticky, used, but... Oh, well, my mom used to call me Sicky Dicky. That's right. I didn't like it back then, but now it makes sense. How, how does one... Sick. How does one come into the name Bloody Dicky? <laughs> Uh, I'm afraid that's classified. <laughs> I, uh, I would hate to say that I'm your boss and you have to tell me. <laughs> I mean... I've just got a reputation, you know. Believe me, I've heard rough the story. Rough around the edges, you know. He's rough around the edges. I've heard the story several times, and it, believe me, it's it's something you kind of wish you could unhear afterwards. So. Root beer float uh, for you, a root beer for you, and a small glass of warm milk for oh. you. He'll stick his finger in it. Like, oh, I, <laughs> could, I, could I trouble you for a little warmer? Sure, no problem. I'll take it and stick it back in the microwave a little longer. Thank you, thank you. She walks off. <laughs> and you, you don't hear it, but she mutters under her breath. Fuck. Oh, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> to <laughs> make, make a perception roll to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she comes back with with a with a slightly warmer glass of. Oh, that's very nice. I appreciate your your kindness to an old man like me. Yeah, uh, just uh, doing my job. So you know what you guys are having? Yeah, we'll have three triple bypass burgers. Excellent choice. Uh, I'll put that right in for you. And she walks off. I always order for the ladies, Dickie. So, I, I'm, I'm curious to know a little bit. I, I thank you. Thank you. Uh, I thank you, gentlemen, for uh, coming coming to, to, to supper with me. Um, I, I always, always like to learn a little bit more about my team. Uh, it's important. So, um, what... Uh, what the, how long have you guys been in uh, here, Jupiter? Jupiter? Why do they call it Jupiter Springs? Is, that, is, is there a spring? Is, is it? It's a long story. It's a long. There's a long story behind that, and it depends on who you ask. But we've been here our whole lives, isn't that right, Dicky? Yes, born and raised. Been friends since kindergarten. What? The, what? How'd you guys get uh, get into the, the marshmallow fluff industry? Well, it wasn't exactly a career choice we made on purpose at first. It just we were sort of drafted. experts, you know, in marshmallow fluff. Well, that's true. You know, we used to get fluffed up all the time. We had kids. Uh, many years of experience. You remember the time we had the, the expensive graham crackers? At the march. Yeah. We'd stay at my my. Don't make me sick. My grandmother's house. We'd stay in the over the garage watching John Carpenter yeah, movies. And yeah. Don't make me sicky dicky. <laughs> so, so you guys have been friends for for your whole lives, then. That's right. Yes, but we're starting to grow apart. <laughs> <laughs> the 
as I'm getting darker and moodier. And I retain the fresh, optimistic hope of youth, because I've not given up. I'm not saying that I have anything against our alien overlords, but I have hope that in time, humanity will become their equals, and we can work together to build even greater things. I'd watch your mouth, though. We can't trust this guy. Or can we? uh, Well, I was just about to ask you. We've known each other for a very long time. Do Do you feel like you can trust each other? Listen, we might be growing apart, but I'd trust Dickie with my life. Your life, huh? Once an owl camp buddy, always an owl camp buddy. Owl, 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 what buddy? What was <laughs> owl camp. Oh, owl, owl camp. camp. Yes, oh, oh, okay. And what stays yeah. an owl camp? Or what? Oh, fuck it. We're, we're. I thought you said something else. <laughs> <laughs> what happens at owl camp stays at owl camp. Now, we're both alumni of Tullowa Pines Owl Camp. Learn various owl calls and so on and so forth. That's a that's a very, very specific type of camp. Are there a lot of owls out here? Oh, there were, there were, but, but a lot of things have changed. Oh, well, how, a lot of things have changed. Oh, are you, have things changed for the good? Do you like what? What, uh, what do you miss the most? Damn, this guy is really prying. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, I tell you what, I miss the most. I'd say what I miss the most is uh, Chip. Who's, who's Chip? He was a friend of ours. He was a warrior. Like he us. was. He had ninja training. Yes, he did. You know, I mean, after a matter of sorts. I know that what we did was not actual ninja work, but if actual ninjas had seen the displays that uh, this, this young man put on back in the 80s, they would have been asking him for lessons. That, that's really how Pretty it much. was. He was really... Uh, so I miss Chip. That's what I miss the most. But I also, I'll, I won't lie, I'll miss uh, freedom of inquiry. I'll miss my BBSs, my John Carpenter films. Of course, John Carpenter... Did the aliens take away all the John Carpenter films? John Carpenter... Well, they're, they're awful hard to find. John Carpenter stood up against the aliens. and He and Kurt Russell and James Woods and several others were just wiped out. Wiped out. They couldn't escape from that one. Do you, <laughs> do you ever kind of notice him? He's now starting to look around. The, you know who all is around, by the way. Um, there's there's a couple other tables, um, but the, the, she she kind of seated you in the best possible place, really, because it's kind of in the back corner. I think she her, her thinking was to just that you were just going to be a loud, obnoxious old part, so she like wanted to stick it kind of right. away from everybody. So there are a couple other tables eating, but they, they're, they're fairly far away. And Okay. So you would probably notice him start to... Uh, he's obviously an old guy talking loud right now because he doesn't hear very well. So he starts to talk what would normally probably just be conversation-level voice, which he thinks is much quieter. <laughs> right. Oh, what... Uh... Would you go back if you could? I mean, to before they came? Is that what you're saying? Uh, well, I'm not sure we could go back before they came, but if we had a way to to maybe... I, I, I mean, it's all hypothetical here, of course, but if, if you had a way to, to see them not be here anymore... You think I haven't laid awake at night crunching the numbers 
I don't believe it's possible. Oh, interesting. That's a a, a defeatist attitude. Maybe it's because I... It could be because I never had a chance. Defeatist? What? Me? Never. But let me put it this way. The math is beyond me. I don't think we can change the past. Only the future. So what what you're saying is that you feel like you might need additional... If this were a hypothetical thing that could happen... Why don't you you talk a little bit quieter? (laughs) (laughs) So you think that it would... Other way, other way. (laughs) So you think that uh, maybe if you had more resources or you were part of some sort of a larger group of people that were all trying to do this together, that that, that you might have a chance to get on what you're thinking is the right side of history. I'll say this, old man. You would be a very cruel person who would pretend to be able to give something that did not exist. Perhaps you're trying to feel us out to see if there's any sympathizers among the new crew or very, or just possibly It's spy. What do you... Th- well, yeah, but he's speaking pretty openly for a spy. We came all the way out here. It's true, but still, let's keep our guard up. Yes, I think... But if we're speaking hypothetically... Yes, hypothetically It's speaking, all hypothetical, yeah. Yes, for just, like, entertainment purposes, you know. I've been searching for one of these groups for a long time. I've found myself a loner with these feelings and these thoughts, and I've wished to join up with other like-minded individuals who want to set things right. Such a, if such individuals actually exist. Well, I mean, there's all kinds of individuals in the world. Um, I, in my many years on this fine planet, I, I've run across lots of different groups of people, some of which might happen to match up with the description of what you're talking about. Well... That's hypothetically pretty interesting. It might not be a coincidence that I showed up at your workplace today. I see. Yes, well, hmm, I wonder if there's people listening to what the aliens are listening to. When they they listen to see who is, uh, you know, talking out against them... Maybe there's people listening to to see if uh, we're s- talking uh, about stuff that they might be interested in. Are, are you insinuating that you're wearing a wire, son? Is that because I am I getting a bit? <laughs> no, I fucked that whole sentence up. But <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to say that maybe you heard us talking out. Maybe liked what you heard, as oh. opposed to what the aliens might have liked. Yeah, that's the feeling I'm starting to get. Old. Well, I might, I might, might. We're all, it's all hypothetical, of course. I'm, I might have heard of you gentlemen before. And uh, I, I might. Well, well, that's not surprising. Well, and I, well, you, someone named Bloody Dicky. There's not a lot of those in the world, so... <laughs> I do maybe have I was, a reputation. Maybe I was wrong about that name. It does have a certain <laughs> kind of cuts through the room. Yeah. I, if we're, since we're still speaking hypothetically, and uh, if I had an opportunity to uh, help you all get connected with people that might 
have similar ideals to what we've been talking about here, um, would that be something you'd be interested in? Hypothetically, yes. Hypothetically, Hypothetically fuck yes. Hypothetically taking a trip. Um, I don't know whether it's actually up or down the coast at this point, wherever Jupiter spring. Yeah, it would be down. Sorry. Hypothetically take a take a trip with me down the coast a little bit to the, the, the fine, fine city of San Francisco. Well, I do love San Francisco. I've never been that far south. Well, you are our direct supervisor, so there could be no harm in just doing what our supervisor asks us to do. Yes, just following orders. That's right. Easy one to explain away. Worked for all but like seven Nazis, so, <laughs> so I'm pretty sure. So, well, that's 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 quite interesting. Um, uh, we'll, we'll have to we'll have to discuss this more over our triple artery blocker that's destroyer right. burner. Right. <laughs> we'll see it before it gets cold. Which right. just as yes, it, which arrives just as you say that, and the uh, waitress puts down three triple bypasses in front of you and uh, slaps the check down and uh, walks off, says, enjoy. Pull out like a bag of loose change, <laughs> like a huge bag of loose change, and just start counting out <laughs> let her quarters. Have a, just let her have a good look at that. That's right. She could have a piece of this, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna need one of those little blue pills, but we can make it work. <laughs> Daddy Jingle. <laughs> That's how Boomer does it. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean, Plunger's going to be guarded, but Plunger also is a gutsy guy, and he he wa- Plunger wants to believe. Well, so, that, 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 yes, we've established that is a universal truth about Plunger. He does, does want to believe. Well, hypothetically... Um, Tomorrow morning, um, we could meet uh, at the train station. I've got these, well, hypothetically, would have some passes that could get us to San Francisco. Hypothetically. Hypothetically sounds like tomorrow's going to be an interesting day. Mm. Yes. I just sure hope those trains don't take us to some sort of death camp. You know, we still got to... Me and you, MG, we gotta be smart about this. Don't worry, we'll be smart. Smart is my middle name. Not literally. <laughs> what is your middle name? I don't have oh, okay. I'm one of those guys that doesn't have a middle name. Lazy parents. Gotcha. Yes. Alright, well, um Well, with seemingly having um formulated a uh a, a conspira possibly hypothetically conspiratorial plan with uh, your new boss um, you head back to your barrack now, I don't know where actually where boomer lives right um, probably a step up from our barrack yeah where, where is the uh, beiger uh, fluff uh, fluff uniform people where do they stay light beige estates light light beige, light beige estates in uh, yeah probably in probably in Sacramento, so they can be close by, oh. you know, in case they're well, needed. Yeah, so we're not there. Um, I mean, are there hotels or do I, yeah? I mean, something of that variety. Yeah, yeah. you could yeah. certainly find a uh, hotel to stay at. Bed and breakfast. They might not take a giant pile of 
headquarters. Yeah, money is American money is is good. I don't care what you say. <laughs> most most people just have the the wristbands, but uh, you know they, they will still will still take cash. We'd let you stay at our place, but you know, there's a bunch of dudes already there. We're both in very narrow bunk beds. And you probably, b- being you know in the supervisory type position, probably would have your own place. But of course, yeah, it would be there, so you can get like a, a room at a right. know, hotel or whatever if you want to stay here. Yeah, that'd be fine. All right. Uh, well, um, you guys go your separate ways for the night, um, and you find yourselves in. You get a, a room, a room at the Holiday Inn Express, <laughs> or whatever. Good. Make sure I'm fast asleep by like seven thirty. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sounds about right. Yep. Um, and you guys go back to the uh, the barrack like yeah. dorm. Now, Dicky, you said we got to play this careful. That's right. This is, I've been keeping an eye on. I, I'm trying to been. I've been trying to see if we've been followed at all or surveilled. And just walk back. If that's true or not, but uh, I don't. You don't. I well, don't, make make uh, make a. I don't think perception I, rolls. I don't think I saw anything, but you never know. I'm a very perceptive fellow. I feel pretty confident that uh, we're not being followed, which would lead me to believe the old man might just be onto something. Now, how closely do they listen in in our barracks? Is that do we have any sort of privacy? Not really. Now, on the walk back, you do. Yeah. Um, relatively, but actually in the barracks, it's kind of like the train. I mean, there's cameras every few feet on the ceiling, and well, you know, every ten feet or whatever on the ceiling. And uh, is there like a latrine that uh, is private? Nope. Okay. We're gonna have to go weaponless, of course. It's too bad we uh, don't have those nunchucks. Of course, you realize now that laser gun was never gonna work, but uh, the nunchucks would have come in handy. Wish we had little Leroy. Wish we had Chip and his martial arts training. You're talking ancient history, buddy. I'm oh. curious. Do you guys know what what happened to Chip? No, no. We're, we're just leaving no. <laughs> it dramatically ambiguous. Yeah. Well, you might find out. We might enough. find. We don't know. I think that's the point. Yeah. Yep. He's just gone. But uh, now, listen. Unfortunately, do you think you can? The cameras are everywhere. The, I don't think we can fashion any kind of a weapon. Do you? We, Not. In, not without being noticed. They're everywhere. We've got to find a blind spot. So, surely there's a blind spot somewhere. We can talk very quietly. Can we roll to see if there is like a spot where there's no cameras? No coverage? Yeah. Uh, you can spend a save point. Now, do these... <laughs> how soon do these refresh? Never. Never. All right. Not for three yeah. game. Well, maybe we don't need to spend a save point bad enough just to get a little shiv. My heart wants to trust the old coot. Well, yeah, we'll just have to... We'll have to wait until uh, maybe we can fashion uh, some type of shiv or something. Uh, Maybe do it on the road. Yes. All right. There's no supplies we can get together because we probably don't own anything useful like that anymore. Have to go without walkie-talkie communication. Oh my gosh! Excuse me, radio communication That's and everything right. else. All right. Well, once we get inside here, I guess this conversation's over. So, so you enter the the barracks and uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and do whatever you're doing before you 
go to bed. I assume you're obviously not continuing any sort of talk no, related to... No. yeah. But I do my Tai Chi before I go to bed in the aisle between the bunk beds. You're... And did he ever learn Tai Chi? No, okay. no. It's his own special brand of Tai Chi that's uh, perfected over decades. It keeps him focused. He can't go to sleep unless he does it. And, uh, and then I'll finally go to sleep and dream pleasant, hopeful dreams. All right. Well, uh, I suppose we will pick it back up here uh, tomorrow morning when you uh, wake up and hypothetically uh, head in the direction of San Francisco. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Then we'll see you next week. Hypothetically. Hypothetically.